0: Welcome back to another episode of The Lawyer You Know, and today we're answering another law school question. So we get the question all the time, and anybody that's ever considered going to law school has considered the MBA JD track versus just the JD program. We're going to talk about the pros and cons of each track, whether or not we think it's worth it. Pete went through that MBA JD program. I did just the JD track. So we're going to compare and contrast them a little bit. We're going to dive into people's questions about them and try to give you our perspective on the differences of the track and what we would advise to any law student. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any topics you want us to hit on law school or anything else, you can find us on social media at Tragos Law, or you can send me an email peter tragos at greeklaw.com. All right, so here we go. We're talking about the NBA JD program versus just the traditional JD track. And most of the conversation is going to be about the NBA JD program. So Pete went through that NBA JD track, um, finished it in how many years? In three three years? I did in three. three. So you went summers? You did. Okay. Correct. So we're going to talk about what all that entails, but just to first talk about the non-MBA track, the traditional JD track and the benefits of it. Okay. It's shorter. Yep. It's less credit hours. Obviously it's cheaper because you're paying for less credit hours. Obviously it's more streamlined. It's more focused. It's easier just from the bulk of work that you have and you can focus just on the law programs. And then the major detriment is you don't graduate with an MBA right? right. Of so course. those are the obvious you know, differences between MBA and JD, but let's focus on what you actually get from taking that combo
1: track, the MBA-JD track, and Pete, as we jump into it, explain what it is. All right. For people that don't understand the concept of the MBA, it's a Masters of Business Administration, and what it is is a compilation of classes that are designed, for the most part, to teach you about management principles and how to run businesses. Um Truth be told, most MBA programs are two years. Law school, as you said, is three. And what they did was they combined the two programs into the MBA JD program. So what happens is the the curriculum for both of the courses kind of get merged together. So theoretically, it is supposed to be a shorter, less expensive um, it's way to, be a, to do this. It's supposed to be a four-year track with the two. From most
0: people that I know yes, that took it, a it's, an track. Extra, it's an extra two year. semesters. right? Right. So your JD is six semesters or three years. Most of the time you'll take at least one summer mm-hmm. semester so it lightens the load during the next years. Anybody that's gone to college understands how this works. You have a certain number of credit hours. So if you take six or eight in the summer, you're going to have to take less during the year. You can do the entire semester over the summer like Pete did mm-hmm. apparently. Where Did you start a semester earlier, a summer earlier, anything like no, that?
1: here's what I did. I started law school and then the summer of law school... At least at the University of Toledo, where I did this program, they had three summer sessions. Ah. So you took three summer sessions of MBA work for two years, basically. Okay, so you went three years straight,
0: basically. Yes. School, summer, school, summer, school. There was no break, right. correct. Okay. so You don't have to, to do, do that. Right, you don't have to do that. You can just do it school, then take a summer break, mm-hmm. get a job, whatever, then school, then a summer break, then school, then a summer break, then you do that fourth year of school. And explain how it is. Is it three years straight of law school, then one year of MBA. How does it work? How do they
1: mix in the MBA classes? Normally they don't do that. Normally they'll sprinkle in MBA classes amongst your law work. But I found, at least personally, now we're talking going back 20 years, it was very difficult for me to switch my brain from law classes and then go over to the business college and take an accounting class, for example. I preferred doing my law class during my you know, winter and fall break, the normal semesters. And then I would jump on the MBA stuff in the, in the summer because I didn't have to worry about focusing or splitting my attention. So, and
0: I had a lot of friends that were in the MBA JD program at Florida State. And especially once we got into electives, our upperclassman year, I don't think I had any in my 1L block class because mm-hmm. I think they had their own block. And they were mixing them in. Like, after they went to crim pro two they were going to accounting two or whatever it may be that's a tough way to do it in my mind and so they were mixing it all together knocking it all out everybody that was in the nba track that i knew was trying to force stuff and Mm -hmm. and and bulk enter classes and trying to get as many hours as they could done um it was harder for them to get jobs throughout the process stuff like that harder because of of their workload not harder because it was a detriment to be in the nba program but they had
1: a lot more on their plate so it seemed to me did I you agree. feel that way as well yes it it is a lot more work because the mba program is a lot of it's a lot like law school in some ways there's a lot of theoretical work mm-hmm. so there's a lot of parts of that course that require you to go out there and produce business plans and produce you know management things that require you to think through process it's not like just answer the question and see you're the forest done.
0: through the trees kind Correct. of thing so tell me what you as far as benefits go Tell me what you feel like you
1: learned that was a major benefit in the MBA program. All right, let me put a caveat out there. I have an undergraduate degree in finance, so my undergraduate is in business. So for me, my master's was nothing more than a continuation of my business studies. I think the master's program for me was not much of a benefit, because even though they kinda teach you the, the ins and outs of business strategy and how to think about managing people, the critical thinking part of law school is just better. If you can critically think through a law problem, you can critically think through anything. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's very valuable in that core uh, strength in which they teach, like executive MBAs, they teach you how to manage, how to lead. I think that that's a, a much better learned task in law school. One of the great things, though, about the MBA program, and again, because I had a business background, is you understand the concepts of how business works. So when you become a lawyer, you know how to lawyer, but you don't know how to do anything else. Frankly, I'm not even sure if they teach you how to lawyer. Right. Uh, That's a different podcast. So, yeah, I think we've done it. Um, So when you talk about how
0: to handle business management type stuff, so that's one of the things I wish I did learn in law school. It's also one of the things that I um, wish I learned in undergrad a little bit more. Was how, and I don't know if I would have focused and really cared like I do now. It would be cool to go back now and do some business classes, mm-hmm. learning about profits and losses, and advertising and marketing, and dealing with employees and HR and right. things like that. So you're feeling like you did learn some of that, but it wasn't a huge benefit in your eyes.
1: For me, it wasn't because right. I already had that business background. But I can see how someone that's got a liberal arts degree, for example, that goes to law school and then does that MBA, it'll do, be helpful. Do you think
0: though that somebody that got a liberal arts degree is going to go do the MBA JD program? I feel like most of it are going to be guys like you that were
1: finance or business in the first place and then go you get know, their MBA JD. I had a couple different kinds of people that were with me okay. uh, in my joint program. It was the guys that wanted to do mergers and acquisitions, all the corporate. Guys, because they know this is if they don't have this, they're not even marketable. Then it was guys like me that had the background, and I'm like, look, I can do this because I already know it, so I can fit it in my curriculum. And then there's that group of people that I I think they they have this epiphany when they realize they don't actually know how to do anything. Mm -hmm. They've not been taught how to actually run a business. How does a business work? They have no clue. So they get that MBA, recognizing that their degree in you know, philosophy didn't teach them how to actually function as a lawyer. And I saw a lot of people come into the MBA program, the MBA JD, after they'd started their law school, because I think then they realized that law school was theoretical. My undergraduate theoretical. I don't really know how to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that
0: can be a benefit. So um, I want to run through some of the benefits that I found online and questions that I found that people were asking about the MBA JD program as to if it is a benefit to you. Did it teach you? So we were talking about what you learned. Do you think it taught you how to run a business or a practice?
1: I think it is a good primer for someone that doesn't have any idea at all. But I would not base my ability to run a business solely because you got that MBA. There is just so much more in real world application than the MBA can teach you. Okay.
0: Do you feel like you got double the networking being with some of the, and let's talk about that. Was it mixed MBA classes with students that were just MBA students or were they all MBA JD students at your school? For
1: me, it was mixed. There were only maybe three of us that were MBA JD. And I realized we're talking 20 years ago, so I can't tell you for today. I'm pretty sure that's how it was at Florida State for most of them. Which is great because a lot of the people that I interacted with in my MBA side, like, oh, you're going to be a lawyer. Right. And a lot of the people in law school, like, oh, you're doing your MBA too. So it kind of, puts you in a in a different sphere. Do you feel like you had double the networking? Because that's one of the benefits that people ask. <sighs> that's a heartache question for me to answer because when well, I because left. Because you're here and not yeah, in Toledo? And that's exactly I right, that I left sense. Ohio. Yeah, but do you feel like it would have been that benefit if I, you were to say Absolutely, because okay. I look back and I keep track of a lot of these folks, so I now know where my MBA friends are. And I know where they are in business. And truth be told, they would have been good referral sources. Some of them actually are. And that makes sense because if you just look at, from my perspective, my law school
0: career and friends I had in law Mm -hmm. school and how they've been referral sources and we've worked together, we've bounced ideas off each other. They're a great group just having a whole second group of MBA students, sure. I think would be great too. So I do think that's a benefit.
1: And these guys are thought leaders. Right. They want to be people in charge in their I don't know. It's areas. kind of crazy. I know
0: a lot of people that have MBAs now because mm-hmm. they went through the... Cra- like I talked about when I was in law school, mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, I can't get a job. I might as well go back to law school. I feel like the same thing happened with MBAs. So there are tons of people
1: that have MBAs that know absolutely nothing right See, now. See, and I was going to kind of transition to that. I think when I took this MBA JD program, it was novel. So it was cool. Wow, you're a lawyer... And an MBA, that's big. Today, I think there are so many JD MBA students that it's not as... Yeah, it was a lot newer when you were It was brand, brand new. I think yeah. it was the first or second year, at least at the University of Toledo, yeah. that this program existed. When
0: I was there, half the kids were doing it,
1: basically. And I mean, that's it what I think the difference is. It's gotten
0: it. saturated again. Mm-hmm. So next, do you feel like it helped you stand out from the pack as a resume difference maker? And I think that's kind of what we were just talking about. The answer
1: is yes. I think that my resume... Sp- at least back then, spoke more volume uh, because of having that dual program. I don't know though if I would make that same decision today because there are so many MBA JD people out yeah, there. Yeah, and that's the problem. I think it is different now than it used to be. But lawyers love extra
0: stuff when they're interviewing mm-hmm. people. Like I know as I'm interviewing, even though I don't have the MBA JD, I think it's cool when somebody has the MBA right. JD, it's a harder workload. I understand that. But is it going to be something that I'm only going to pick people that have their MBA JD? Absolutely not, especially for what we do. Mm-hmm. And and that's one of the things so you mentioned somebody that was going to do mergers and acqui- acquisitions. Mm-hmm. I think it is absolutely a huge benefit for certain practices and certain jobs. Would you agree with that? Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about what a few of those are. So we talked about
1: corporate law and business law, obviously. Right. Um what other jobs? I will tell you that if you're in a law firm and there comes a point in your law firm career you, where you become on a partner track that you may be a named partner, and you're going to be management a law firm, and MBA is going to help you because they recognize you understand the books. You understand Whether you do or not. <laughs> Whether you do think, or not, they, they, they presume you that you right. do. Exactly. So, So yeah, okay, I think that's
0: good. But I also think, as we've talked about before, there are a ton of people that go to law school that don't even want to be lawyers at the end they want to work in finance or banking or you know what a, yeah. what
1: other kinds of jobs because there are well, tons of lawyer there are tons of people that go to law school that want to do other things and this is huge for them and i think if you look at it from the other way from us is the people that went to the MBA program that also got their law degree, I think they're far more marketable in their investment banking right. firms oh, and huge. those places. Oh, yeah. Because you have that, they understand that you know how to think because you've been to law school. In fact, I think it's more valuable to be a business guy with a law degree than to be a, law, a lawyer with a business degree. Absolutely, I, and, and one of my friends that went through the JD program,
0: went through law school, actually went back later to get his MBA mm-hmm. because he's in banking. And he went back to his MBA, basically, because you have to do stuff like that's almost right. like an undergraduate degree at this point. And that's the other point is when we talk about resume builders and difference makers, so many people have these postgraduate degrees that it's really not what it used to be, sadly. But it also doesn't teach you what it used to teach you. I feel like people are just checking the box, getting the piece of paper now. So that's also why they're not as marketable. Because once you get um,
1: interviewed, it's obvious that this MBA didn't really do much. Right. right. And the rea- let's talk realities for a second. I have not, gone through my mba books in 20 years to see what you know was in there but i do what i do we do what we do here in this law office and for the most part I, that is the the pigeonhole of the work that we do so all this other stuff the amorphous concepts that you learn in your mba program goes for lost because if you don't use it you forget about it if you don't use it you lose absolutely it. so and
0: i think one of the interesting things about having an mba doing what we do is I always talk about an undergrad general business degree I think it would be helpful especially if you want to run a law firm. I'm not sure how much the MBA JD program packing it all in at the same time is going to help you running a law firm. I think it could, I think it might not be that beneficial, but really when when it comes down to it, 99% of what we do does not incorporate business law, business MBA stuff when we're talking about trial lawyers. Personal injury, criminal defense, deposing doctors. Frankly, what I learned in my biology classes helps me more, mm-hmm. and my chemistry classes, and my you know, you all the those medicine. kinds of classes helped more than mm-hmm. business would help in what we actually do, practicing law, representing our clients. Right now, it would make my life easier in running a law firm. Right yep. when we when we're do- dealing with all that crap that makes our head spin half the time. That's the hardest part because we like to focus on the law, and that's really what we're what we're good at and what we mm-hmm. do. And I don't really think an MBA, pro, uh, MBA program would have benefited me at all as far as it comes to that. What do you think? Do you think it's benefited your ability to represent clients in personal injury and um, criminal defense? And if so, how? Because I can think of some ways it has, but I'll let you answer that On the criminal
1: side, I think it was more beneficial because we did a lot of white-collar crime. Exactly. And we could sit down and say, all right, let me take a look at the books. And I could, you know, even if I wasn't amazing at it, I could muddle my way through somebody's profit and loss or somebody's books and say, wait a minute, there's a problem here. Right. This isn't adding up. This doesn't balance. The first criminal trial we ever did together was about... The Financial bank farm. fraud
0: and wiring fraud and all that crap that was making my head spin. And you were much better at muddying the waters at trial, even though we lost. But just going through all right. those documents was, I think it was a major yeah. benefit
1: there. It didn't, the documents, because of the NBA and the finance background, don't scare me. Right. That doesn't mean I could change them. I mean, sure. they, they were yeah. what they were. Yeah. Right. But at least we understood what how to deal
0: with them. And I don't really do much of that, to be fair, much of the white yeah. collar financial fraud crime. So, so that's why I haven't felt it as much. But outside of that, when you talk about our, our the bulk of our cases, which are, you know, injury cases, catastrophic injury, brain injury, car accident, spine surgery, whatever it may be, you know, slip and fall, nursing home negligence. Do you feel like it comes out a lot in that practice? No, not at all. Yeah, I, frankly, I really don't think it does. It doesn't um, even translate. Yeah, but I will say it's kind of cool. So we do a lot of things for our clients and for our friends. We put out stuff like this, mm-hmm. podcast, videos, whatever it may be. But we have tons of people that just call us with random questions. Sometimes they're opening an LLC for their business. What do they need to do? Just make sure you know we can point them in the right direction. Um, what do I do when I when my car is being signed over and I need a power of attorney, whatever it may be? And Pete's really good at answering questions like that. So giving some just side benefits to our friends and to our clients yeah. i do think it's helped with that just a general knowledge kind of thing
1: i think you're right that i do think it's a major benefit that you have flip the uh the script now that you've been in this law firm for get pushing on to what seven eight nine years yeah. however long it's mm-hmm. been eight, i can I give yeah. you a profit and loss from our business and walk away and you can read it just as well as i can sure. because you know your business now and that's not an mba thing it's just because you've been in the business long enough to know hey here's what we look for and here's how our metrics are set. And out. what's funny is what's going through my head is you're right. I think we we look
0: similarly at our profit and losses, mm-hmm. right? Our expenditures and our revenue. We look at that similarly. But if I was going to give you some other business, I think you would have a much better understanding of it than I would. And that doesn't really matter, right? I right for the most part, it right. doesn't really Good for, matter. for us. So. Right, exactly. But it's like, that's <laughs> yeah. kind of the thing is because we've looked at it together. We've looked at it with my dad. We, we've gone through this stuff so many mm-hmm. times over the years that we get how ours works, but it's kind of the general other
1: people's businesses, will be harder for me to look at, but at that point it doesn't really matter. Yeah, the problem with an MBA on the law side is unless you're going to be in the mergers and acquisitions, you're going to be in the business law section, you will learn, you will forget, excuse me, most of the stuff you learned in your MBA program simply because you don't use it. So it really is a passive benefit, except for the fact that you can stick it on the back of your name and sure. it's on your resume. Sure, it's got some side benefits like that. Um,
0: I also want to point out that if we were, you know, cause we've all started side businesses and done some stuff and you can do some of those, that stuff on your own, but some of the stuff we'll hire a lawyer to right. do anyways, you know, like we'll hire a business lawyer to do it just sure. to be, cause you're, you've been so focused for the last 20 years on criminal defense and personal injury that you don't want to even take a chance. It's not worth taking a chance trying to practice some other kind of law just because oh, you agree. have
1: an MBA. Absolutely. And, and to have me try to do something like for, for example, set up a corporation, right? They, they, meaning the business guys can do it in. You know, a couple hours, it'll yeah. take me a few days. Right. It's
0: not worth the time. Right, exactly. So so when we come down to it, if you're going to get a certain kind of job in finance and business outside of law, obviously I think the MBA is huge. If you're going on this either JD or MBA JD track. If you're going to be a business lawyer or a corporate lawyer, I think it's a huge difference making resume i think they're going to expect you to have it so it's not even necessarily put you at the top of the pile it just puts you in the pile they throw right. away the other pile. That's you know? right but you're so, still in a pile right exactly but it puts you in the pile so i do think it's beneficial i do think it's worth it for those tracks also one last benefit before we get to the detriments it is cheaper than doing the MBA program and then the JD or vice versa separately, right?
1: Yes. It's quicker, we've already talked about that, yes. but it's also cheaper because they kind of combine some of the costs. Correct, you you wind up not having to take the GRE, which is the L, LSAT of uh, right. MBAs. Uh, most programs will just, you take the LSAT and you pass it and you're good, you don't have to take the GRE. Second thing you get is, because it's it's a streamed down version, it's still expensive, don't get oh, me yeah. wrong, oh, it's yeah. still between 50 and $80,000, they say, right. uh, for the average program. But you don't have to pay for that extra year. Right, right. But now you're killing yourself. Right, right. And
0: I think that's the point is when we're weighing the pros and the cons and we talk about the benefits and detriments and we haven't even, I don't know what his answer is going to be to this. But when we talk about it, right, it's it's harder, it's more expensive, it's longer. But we talked about the benefits you get from it. What do you think? Do you think it is worth it? Would you advise somebody in today's um, job climate to go out and do the MBA JD program if they were accepted to that? oh boy that's hard
1: and it, you, you can qualify it if you well, want let to. me qualify yes if or no if if you want to be a lawyer and your concept is i'm going to go to law school and i'm going to get a job with a public defender's office state attorney's office insurance defense firm you do not need to put yourself in the mba jd program it is not worth the mental stress and the time commitment you're better off getting that job and and then you know, developing yourself in that line of work. And if you do become management, you can get an executive MBA, which pretty much gives you the same thing. It's a streamlined version uh, that people- at that,
0: own, t- at that point, you don't care about the money that's as much. Exactly you don't right. care about the
1: time. You already have the practical right. experience. Right. And what you're doing is, you're keying in on your MBA is the focus to the thing that you need it for. I am gonna be a part in a law firm, therefore I need to know how to do this. And that's what your executive MBA focuses on, uh, as opposed to the generalities of nothingness where, that you get in a standard MBA. Uh, part two of that discussion is if I were to do it today, I would tell you that my experience from these other side things that we do and just business generally has been more valuable than the classes I took in the MBA program. So knowing what I know today probably wouldn't have gone and gotten it So for what we do. Right. Right. And you don't always know what you want to do when you're in law school. Mm-hmm. So if you decide
0: to keep your you know horizons broadened, then you can do the yeah. MBA. That's fine. I think generally speaking, outside of the jobs we've already mentioned, I would advise not to do it. And here are a couple of reasons. So I didn't do it. So I can't bring that to the table. but What I can say is I have never once in about eight years ever wished that I had an MBA. I've never wished I went through the program. I've never thought, man, it would have been great to study harder and go to school for more hours and grind harder in law school so that I had my MBA at the end. I don't think it would have benefited me at all. I mean, obviously I worked for my dad and you when I got out of law school, so it's not like I needed a resume difference maker, but um, I've never felt like it would have helped me at all. Um, and then when I think about what I was able to do in law school, I was able to keep my grades really high. I was able to do extracurriculars like mock trial and moot court, and I was able to clerk for a law firm in Tallahassee and clerk here over the summers, depending on where I was. I had time, energy and, and ability to do that, Mm -hmm. which I don't know. And I don't think I would have. And I also clerked at the, at the state attorney's office as an extern. I don't think I would have been able to do all that had I gotten my MBA at the same time. And I feel like that experience was just absolutely astronomically important in molding me into the lawyer. I was when I graduated from law school versus an MBA program. And I loved all that stuff. It was a ton of fun Mm -hmm. and it was invaluable experience that I got doing all those different things that I would
1: much rather choose that over getting my MBA. I think that you're spot on on that one. I look at some of our law clerks and our interns here, and I think about, if the what they're learning just by sitting in this office and saying hey this is how this works this is how that works this is what a complaint actually yeah. looks like so discovery looks like right the fundamentals of the practice the stuff they don't teach you in law school is so much more valuable than sitting there and saying well if this doesn't balance you've got to check your you know the debit side of your yeah. balance yeah. sheet because this
0: is what debits are right. this is what credits are mm-hmm. <laughs> debits it, yeah that type of stuff to me is not as valuable as real-world experience as extracurriculars. I also think that somebody that's number six in the class that doesn't have their MBA versus somebody that's 126 in the class with their MBA, I think that that six-in-the-class person is going to get the better legal job. Now, if it's a business job, obviously I think that the MBA is going to be really important in leveling that, but I think if you can get higher up in your class without the MBA, I think that's a bigger uh, resume difference maker than an MBA, just one guy's I think you're
1: right. I think you're right. And what you said is the exact... The point of this thing, if you're going to be on the business side and you're getting your law degree, absolutely focus on that business side stuff. Sure. But if you want to be a lawyer, focus on the lawyer stuff. Right, right. And I definitely think that's kind
0: of the more important part. So if you guys have any questions, you can leave them in the comments or you can find us on social media to ask us. We're happy to answer any questions. Pete's got the experience of doing the NBA program. I didn't do it. I have friends that do it and I kind of like the track that I took. If you have any more specific questions, we'd love to answer them, get some dialogue, maybe do another follow-up video if Mm -hmm. you guys would like to hear it. So if you do like this content, make sure you subscribe to our page, like this uh, video so we know to make more like this, and go ahead and subscribe to our podcast so that we can get you the content that you are interested in. But that's all we've got for today's show, so thanks for tuning in with us.